This is the Hattrick copywriter Marlene Ellis and today I'm going to talk about some of the mistakes I've made with money and growing my business and it's probably a common mistake and as much as I've been warned about it don't do this I have still made the same mistake so I want to share those with you so the first one is getting the price right it's the hardest thing I have found is trying to value myself in financial terms in building my business as a copywriter. Especially since as a copywriter, you can work at both ends of the financial spectrum. You could earn an income for 15, 25,000, 30,000 a year. Or you could make yourself a multimillionaire as a copywriter. How you choose to position yourself is in part where you feel most comfortable and how ambitious you are. The fact is, though, you've got to be very honest with yourself. There's no point in you saying, I wish to make a six-figure uh, uh, income a year and then charge low prices for your services. So it really takes a number of breakthroughs. Now, I'm not wanting to be a copywriter selling my skills at the lower end of the trade. I'll make no secret of that. I want to play at the highest level I can, which has meant that I need to be selling my services at the highest of levels, producing the highest quality service, which is what I aim to do and deliver on. I also promise to deliver more on than what you will ever have to pay me. So where do you position yourself financially when you take these kind of positions? You know where you want to be. You know how much money you want to make. And, and, and you know the kind of service you want to provide. But still, it's up to you, the figure you put on your head. And I have found that incredibly difficult. Um, I've literally practiced saying the number in the mirror before I've said it to a client. I've, you know, I've practiced and sort of, and, and yet, I mean, I think if any of you are really trying to push yourself, I urge you to work with a coach. It doesn't matter what level you are, you always need somebody to stretch you because my coach has continually said, look, you are delivering this service, Marlene double your prices, double this, do this, do this. I've had palpitations, literally I've had palpitations um, saying a new figure. And so sometimes I have undersold myself just because I have been afraid to say the number I intended to say. And here's the thing, if you have decided that's the value of your service. Once you chicken out and you say something less, you're kind of selling out yourself and you don't feel so good when you're delivering the service. Uh, not because it's of any fault to your client, but because you know you were worth more than this. And I have done that a couple of times. And here's the other thing. 
your client, even if they don't know these sort of internal torments going on, something in the energy does get created so that you don't get to feel as appreciated either. So it's really, really important to say the high figure that you want to claim for your service in honesty. You're going to deliver the value for your client and you stick by it. Don't wobble at the end. Say that figure and stand by it. In copywriting, it's quite important to ask to be paid in advance. Why? Because you're booking the time. You're booking the time that you're doing the work. And once the work is done, you know, you've done the work. And, and so I, I, I've been trained to always demand to be paid in advance. Now, a couple of times, uh, most clients accept that no problem at all. A couple of times I've had clients say, no, 50% now and 50% when it's finished. That's only fair. Well, is it fair? Again, something in the energy, what happens is that when you pay 50% up front, um, on all of the occasions, I promise you, on all of the occasions, what happens is that that last 50% is strung out and the job lasts longer and the client asks you to do more and more things before you get that 50% back. And that 50% no longer feels like 50%. It actually feels like quarter of what you you um, you felt the value, or that I felt the value in the first place. So I think you have to be really, if you intend to um, provide a service where you want to be paid in advance, you have to be very authoritative about that and stand by it. Now, sometimes that's really difficult. You, you want a job, you really want the job, you don't want to lose the job because you insist that you be paid in advance. And I, I totally appreciate that, but really be careful because it's not just about compromise. It's about the, an energy that you can create when you don't stand in your word for yourself. And it's not a good feeling to feel um, undermined. I've got a client at the moment, actually, who I've done a, quite a bit of work for. Um, I took 50% at the beginning I am still waiting for that other 50% and the job has long finished. And the problem for that is that you can, it can be a very disempowering experience begging people, please would you pay me for the service I have provided? In the name of authenticity, I think if you're going to do that, then you've got to be like that for other clients. You know, if, if I'm buying a service, of course, that I will pay in advance. Um, because I want that same respect, that same energy to come back to me. The other thing is the urge to impress. So you have a service that you're going to provide for a certain amount of money. But in the conversation, perhaps you're enjoying the conversation, perhaps you're, you're enjoying what you sound like and you feel excited about the connection you feel with your client. So you start to impress by 
saying you can also do this and you can also do that. And before you know it, you are adding extra services on and devaluing the, the money that you're charging because you're so keen to impress, to show, to prove that you can do so much. Resist it at all costs. One, because you've got to respect yourself and your time. But also, there is a sort of um, a desperation that gets passed through to the, the, the prospective client. And it's not a good feel. And it can actually raise doubts that, you know, you're, you're promising you can do so many things that you, you're kind of watering down your expertise, your niche, you know, at the same time. So be careful, resist it as much as possible. And I only say that because I've gone down the, that road and, um, uh, you know, sometimes it's more powerful to state what you do, state your fee and sit back and wait for the response so that you're, you have an even toned voice. You're not wobbling when you say the figure or you don't finish by saying uh, it's uh, such and such so that your voice is going up in question mark. Resist all of that. Keep your voice even uh, centred be calm and say it and sit back and be confident there's confidence actually it exudes confidence when you do that more than when we talk and try and say oh yes I'm I'm able to do this as well or I can do this and yes that will be no problem it's about power and control and your self-respect you're building your business you're in control of your service or your product and you know your value. And when you have that, you mustn't compromise because that is where the power is. And you need, and I'm especially speaking to the women here, you have to hold on to your power. Financially, I think it's really important that if, you, if you're like me, you've made these mistakes, practice in the mirror. Practice that figure away from any sign of clients. And when you're ready, you just say the figure and you don't blink and you don't hesitate and you sit there comfortably in the silence and let it play out. And as for the possibility of losing some clients, sometimes it's worth losing them. Sometimes it's really important to say this is not a good fit and let them go um, because I have I've been so excited to do a job that involved writing about food and I love food. So I, I really relish the opportunity to write about food. And I was so keen on food that I wasn't really paying attention about how much compromise I was making because I, I just wanted to do this job. And actually it was foolhardy. The kind of, I mean, I, I agreed um, I compromised so much that I worked for two days without pay before the client pulled out. So, you know, that was a hard lesson and, and a painful lesson for me. Um, I went against everything that I had been advised by my coach uh, and went ahead because I so desperately wanted to write about this product. 
looking back, I can see it was never a good fit. Pay attention to the, your intuition, your, your instincts and stick to the principles you've set for your business, how you're going to get paid, in what way you're going to get paid. And, and, and I'm not saying that there shouldn't be flexibility but there has to be a line, and I think we always know that line where there's a the crossover is between negotiating a price and feeling always a matter of self-respect. So that's my, uh, my, my stuff to tell you today, the mistakes I have made, um, and hope that you don't make those same mistakes as well. If you've enjoyed my podcast, Check me out on www.thehattrickcopywriter.com and do tell others to come and listen to me if you've enjoyed me and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.